0: I feel like an absolute housewife right now. I'm just sitting down to record this episode, but before I did this, I'm making a chicken laxer and I am recording it. So it's going to be on Fit Recipes and I just feel like a bit of a boss. I've got it on over there, slow cooking. I'm sitting here now, just chilling, living my best life, recording this episode for you guys and things are good. Things are looking good. If you tuned into my latest episode, you would know that I was reading another Colleen Hoover book and the book that I was reading, because I have now finished it, was called Verity. And in that episode, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's good. Um, But five out of five, I finished it. Well, long story short that it was a bit of a slow burn. And last week I was only like, you know, 15% into the book. It got up to about 30% and I was hooked. Couldn't put it down. Literally finished it in two days. This Kindle has really helped me get back into reading because it's so easy. I just, you know, download a book and all of a sudden I've got it. But anyway, the Colin Hoover book, romance, thriller. If you're into it, I definitely recommend it and I definitely give it a five out of five. I haven't started my new fiction book yet. I'm going to start it this weekend, but I've just gone back to my personal development books and I have almost finished a really good book about body image uh, called Body Neutrality, which I highly recommend as well. That is a really good read, really easy. And then I've also got another book on the go is The Miracle Morning. This was the first personal development book I had ever read. And I really implemented his seven steps of the miracle morning called savers. When I started implementing that, I absolutely saw so much change in my life. And I've always been consistent with the morning routine, but I haven't been as intentional as the seven steps that are broken down in the book. And going back and reading it has really given me inspiration to be like, hang on a minute, let's bring back these six steps. Because you do, like I really, really used to feel the difference. So I'm really leaning right now into my self-care era. I am absolutely obsessed with it. I am really taking time to really put some effort into slowing down, filling up my cup and also overcoming some really challenging limiting beliefs that I do have. It is really true when they say travel really does make you learn a lot about yourself and over the last two weeks I have definitely learned so much about me that I had never realized and it wasn't until I moved to a country that I didn't have access to chicken made me realize all these things about myself that I didn't really know that I needed within my life so I'm really leaning into this self-care in terms of like really unpacking some of my triggers and how I'm feeling and really leaning into slowing down, really leaning into meaning and like just being like hyper vigilant in my own head and being like, okay, what am I making this meaning? And what am I attaching myself to? And what am I really needing to let go in order to really, really feel in alignment? So that's where I'm at. And I'm really like leaning into it. I'm really enjoying this self-care era. Things like slowing down, lighting my candle, having my tulips, um, reading, taking time in the morning to do my reading, listening to some affirmations, writing down affirmations, practicing gratitude. Because like the thing is, is, this is something that I've really come to realize is that Self-care is something that we actually have to put effort into. We just don't wake up every single day and feel good. We actually have to put effort into us feeling good. Because it's like that whole thing, right? You wake up and you like maybe you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and then you kick your toe. Then you walk in to the kitchen, you make your brekkie and a coffee and you spill your coffee on the front of your white shirt. And then just One after the other, the things just keep, keep happening and we get stuck in this like negative spiral. Imagine if you woke up every day and you took some time and you took some space to sit in silence, to really be present and really focus on where you're at, how much you've actually achieved and what you're grateful for. It really does help you shift the energy from that negative scarcity place Into this really abundant energetic magnetism place, and it's actually so nice. And I really feel like this ties in really nicely to today's episode because I'm really going to be talking about energy levels and why your energy might be low and really relating it back to weight loss. So if you are an active female, really trying to change their body composition, really trying to drop some body fat, but you're really, really struggling with low energy levels, I'm going to explain to you today why that could be happening and some real tangible tips on how to fix it. I'm going to rewind back like three years ago, back when I was trying to really change my body composition, doing everything that I could. I'm going to go back to my calorie counting error was when I was counting everything perfectly and I was eating 1400 calories and training six, seven times a week. Like when I say six, seven times, I would say like twice a day, like I would go for a run at 5.00 AM and then go do my like strength training session. And then I would go and do like a 12 hour shift during this time. I didn't really realize how bad, My energy actually was. I didn't actually put two and two together. I didn't realize that waking up in the morning feeling really groggy and feeling really gross wasn't normal. I didn't realize that, like, needing to have a nap in the afternoon, like in my follicular phase, wasn't normal. I didn't realize how I was feeling was actually not normal. Because like I was waking up feeling so shitty. I was, you know, just pushing myself to go to these exercise sessions because I wanted to, my physique to look a certain way. And that's, I had like headlights on, deer in a headlights, whatever that saying is. I was just like doing anything that I thought that I had to. I was so determined because I was so fixated on wanting my body to look a certain way but I didn't realize that my health was just declining and I didn't even realize it. And the thing was, is that I didn't realize doing these things was the reason why I wasn't seeing body composition changes. Classic, right? You have this desire to lose body fat because you really want to feel confident in your clothes. So you're going to do anything to get that So what do you do? You jump onto the internet and you put in a calorie calculator, like your height, your weight, your gender, and it spits out a number for you. A lot of the time I see, this is a number one big mistake that I see so many people make, is they get their number and they think that's what they have to do. Unfortunately, what happens with these calculators is that if you're not putting your information in correctly, and a big thing I see people make put in wrong is the activity levels because they're not accounting for the exercise that they're doing and their lifestyle multiplier. It's really important to consider how much energy you're burning through your movement other than exercise. So a lot of the time for a lot of females is it's spitting out this number like 1400 calories or below and so because you have this big desire to really you know change your body composition then you're going to stick to it so then what do you do you start filling up your meals with like a lean protein like chicken breast and then filling it up with as many vegetables as possible maybe you're putting in those zero calorie noodles or the cauliflower rice Maybe for snacks, you're eating things like cucumber and celery that has next to no calories so that you're filling yourself up on these low calorie foods so that you get the illusion of that you get to eat so much and you get the illusion of being full after you eat. I remember I would always be like, I have such a big appetite and then I'll just fill up my plate with like zucchini and capsicum and all these really, really low calorie foods so that I could eat so much and have, you know, still stick to those low calorie numbers. But you get to a point where you're following these calories and it starts to do your head in because you're like, holy crap, like I've only got this many calories to play with and I've got this social event and I've got this dinner and I've got this wedding on the weekend. It's like, how the hell am I meant to stick to this? How the hell am I meant to enjoy my life and still stick to these calories? And you get to a point where you start to realize that it's just not possible. And then what happens? You start to feel so shit about yourself because you feel like that you are not going to be able to reach your goal. You feel like a failure because you tried and you didn't get there. So then you get these beliefs of like, it's actually not possible for me. I don't think that I'm actually going to be able to do it. But because you're so determined, you always go back even though you like may have over 8 on the weekend. You're like, nope, I'm just going to start again on Monday. Because you're so dedicated, you go for it. Because you're so dedicated, you go back to those low calories. But then things start to happen in terms of you really do start to feel your energy levels drop. And you start waking up every morning being like, I'm just so sick of having no energy or you're at work in the afternoon and it gets to three o'clock and you're like oh my god I need some sugar in order to get through I need that second third coffee of the day just to make it through the afternoon you start to really lose motivation to train because of your low energy levels then of course you're so dedicated, you'll force yourself to go anyway. Maybe it's a pre-workout before you go to get yourself through. So if you're struggling with this, if your energy levels are just so low and you're trying to change your body composition, I feel you because you're so dedicated to wanting something and you're such a driven individual and it's just so heartbreaking for you because number one, I know how it feels. But number two, the thing is, You don't have to put yourself through that in order to change your body composition. And that's what I'm going to break down now and explain to you guys why you do have low energy and some real tips to help you through that. So a few causes of your low energy and the problems that you absolutely have is number one, your calorie deficit is too low. 1400 calories for an active female training, you know, five, seven times a week absolutely is not enough food because what is happening is when you're sticking to these low calorie numbers, you're simply, you're not giving your body enough energy because you have to remember calories are energy. That's all it is. And if you're constantly eating a low amount of energy, what's going to happen? You're not going to have any energy. Your energy intake should never drop below your resting metabolic rate. So on average, a woman training that for exercising more than four days a week sits at 1,400 calories. So it's really important if you're here, then you absolutely need to make sure if you're going through a fat loss phase, you need to number one, making sure you're setting yourself up with a sustainable calorie deficit. That's why it is really important to be working with a professional because otherwise you're literally putting your body at risk especially when you are eating these low calories, you are putting your body at risk of developing nutritional deficiencies. And that's the second point that I really wanted to speak to today is that your low energy could be from a nutritional deficiency. So things like iron, things like B12 and things like vitamin D all have a really important role in your energy levels. So it's really, really important to rule out any of these deficiencies And of course, the way to do that is talking to your doctor. Talking to your doctor to make sure that all your levels, getting a blood test and making sure that they're all in the regular ranges. Another really, really big sign of knowing that your calorie deficit is too low is that you're binge eating. Because what happens is that Literally, when you put your body eating such low calories, you've got low energy and you're struggling with binge eating, absolutely big red flag that you're not eating enough. So what happens is the body literally can't handle it anymore. And you get to these points where you allow yourself to eat all the food. And then you get into this uncontrollable state where your body's literally like it thinks it's gone from starvation to actually eating. So then it just eats way more than what you need to. You eat to overfull. And then, of course, you fall back into that binge restrict cycle because you feel so guilty about it and what had happened. The next cause that I want to speak to today, another problem that I see all the time, is that if you're struggling with these symptoms, if you're struggling with the low energy, the binge eating, can't lose weight, is that you have been in your calorie deficit for too long and your metabolism has downregulated, also known as metabolic adaptation got lots of episodes on talking about this. If you want to go and really understand what's going on in this, um, go back to the last two previous episodes where I've really spoken about that in a bit more detail. But here today, I'm going to give you eight signs that you need to take a break from your calorie deficit. Your weight loss has stalled and or your body isn't changing in the way that you want in terms of you not losing fat and gaining lean muscle. Number two is you're hyper-focused on food and constantly feeling hungry all the time. Number three, you constantly have low energy and feel lethargic, of course. Number four is you have lost your period, absolutely need to come out of your calorie deficit because I like to say your period is like a report card of your health. It's like your monthly report card on how you're going and it's a really good gauge on Your stress levels, your nutrition, and your exercise. And, you know, we want to see a monthly cycle and we want it to be regular. So it's really, really good um, method to, you know, just measuring your overall health. Um, Number five, another sign you need to come out is you've noticed a decrease in mental clarity and concentration. Number six, you have noticed a decrease in your performance in the gym. Number seven, it's increasing your stress levels and negatively impacting your social life so maybe you know you're avoiding social events because of the food or maybe you're just you can't enjoy the social situation because you're just riddled with guilt and you're just so hyper fixated on it and how it's going to affect your body with the food that you've eaten and the last is it's negatively impacting your sleep quality So like waking up really groggy in the morning is a really big sign that, yeah, you might be getting eight hours of sleep, but your sleep isn't quality. And you might be thinking like, but Laura, I haven't dropped enough body fat. Why should I come out of a calorie deficit? And the thing is, is that if you're experiencing these signs and symptoms, that means your body has adapted to the amount of calories that you're feeding it. So the only way to continue with any sort of fat loss is to either increase your exercise output or decrease your calories even more. If you're already eating 1400 calories or below, there is no room for moving of decreasing your calories anymore because it's simply unhealthy. If you're already training more than five times a week and already doing like 10,000 steps or more, you don't have any room to add in more exercise to your routine. So you're kind of a little bit stuck because of what you've been doing. So what you actually need to do is you need to have a break out of your calorie deficit. You need to eat at maintenance calories to build your maintenance back up so that you can then go back into another deficit, maybe in like 12 weeks, six months, and actually get a good response on a good number. Because the thing is, is that you have to look at it is like your low energy is big red flag that something needs to change because it's this vicious cycle right of you think what you're doing is helping but it's actually moving you further away from what you really want to achieve because your low energy is going to be impacting your training maybe you might not realize it but You should be getting stronger every week. You should see improvements. Maybe it's just 1.25 kilos. Maybe it's better range of motion. Maybe it is more reps at the same weight, but you should be increasing every single week. It's going to reduce your needs. So how much movement you're doing in a day, how well you can concentrate at work, your libido, so how well you can show up in your relationship. It's going to be affecting so many things which overall is going to stop you from losing weight. The last thing I want to speak to as well with the low energy piece is this is something that I see all the time in my active women who already have a sitting at quite a low body fat percentage. And they come to me and they say, Laura, I really want to lose weight. I really want to lose weight. And then I dig into it and I'm like, well, what do you actually want your physique to look like? And then they're like, I want less body fat and I want more muscle mass percentage. I want to increase my muscle mass. I want to be more lean. I want to be more toned. I really want to get stronger. And I want to speak to this today because this is absolutely a problem that people have is that they think they want to lose weight. So they think they need to be in a calorie deficit, but what their goal is, is actually body recomposition. So less fat and more muscle. If you want to achieve this, you need to stop eating in a calorie deficit. You need to start eating at maintenance calories. And I did a whole episode about this one as well. And this is what I call the skinny fat cycle. It's when people think that they want to lose weight. However, what they really want is less body fat and more muscle. But what they're doing is focusing on being in a calorie deficit and doing lots of cardio and lots of HIIT training and things that burn a lot of calories. And then they're never happy with what their physique looks like. So if this is you and you're really struggling with your low energy levels and you really want to get that body recomposition, then you absolutely need to stop focusing on weight loss and you need to start focusing on body recomposition. And the way that you do that is eating at maintenance calories, coming out of the calorie deficit. I remember the time of increasing my calories and sitting at maintenance. I sat at maintenance for a year and a half before I even considered going back into a calorie deficit. Number one, because I saw the positive effects that it had on my body in terms of it was increasing my muscle mass and decreasing my body fat. Number two, I saw the increase in my performance. Like, I started lifting so much heavier. I started being able to, my technique was getting better. I wasn't like weak and low energy all the time. I started getting a regular menstrual cycle. I, uh, my digestion started, like, it was so good. Once was like, you know, it had really lots of signs of. Um, like irritable bowel signs so like I don't want to go into that but just my digestion was a bit shitty (laughs) and um, yeah so like the benefits are coming with eating more food is there are so many and it's of course our body composition changes in such a positive way but also so many other things as well and what you have to think about is like you've been doing something for uh, how long now you've been doing it for a year two years maybe three years And you're still not where you want to be. When you actually have a tailored plan to you of where you're at and that's actually going to help you reach the goal that you want is you are going to get your results within six months, within one year. And you can continue to like, you know, run on a hamster wheel and just try and figure it out all yourself. Or you absolutely can get support from someone who knows what they're talking about and you're going to actually reach your goal. You'll get something out of all the hard work that you've been putting in. So my tangible tips for you guys in terms of how to increase your energy levels and, you know, be successful with your weight loss is number one is back to what I was talking about in terms of putting yourself in a sustainable calorie deficit. And the thing here is only start a calorie deficit if your biofeedback markers are on point in terms of if you already have high amounts of energy, if you have been eating at maintenance for at least 12 weeks, if your digestion is good, if you have a regular period, if you are really able to show up at work, if your moods are really stable, because if you're already not in a healthy place before you start a calorie deficit, then you're going to run into metabolic adaptation a whole heck of a lot faster if if you weren't just starting in a healthy state. So number one, it's really, really important to be starting a calorie deficit in a healthy state and you haven't been dieting or yo-yo dieting for the last, you know, 12 weeks. If you've been yo-yo dieting, I highly recommend spending that time at maintenance calories again, just to make sure that your deficit is actually going to work for you. So number one, making sure you're really healthy before you start a deficit. and Number two is put yourself in a sustainable calorie deficit. So like, you know, numbers that are looking no less than 1650, right? 1500, maybe depending on age activity levels, but like a lot of the time, like I hardly ever recommend a deficit less than 1650. So it's really important that you still are eating enough in your calorie deficit. So you don't lose your energy levels so that you don't fall into metabolic adaptation too quickly. Because the thing is, guys, it's like metabolic adaptation is going to occur if you eat in a calorie deficit. It's a natural response. However, what we want to do is we want to go as long as we can to prevent it from happening and then have the tools in our toolbox to overcome it when it does happen. So the thing is, is that if you set yourself up in a calorie deficit like 1,200, 1,400 or below – is that like, yeah, you'll lose weight. You actually, you will, like initially you will, but then you'll get to this point of a plateau and then you have nowhere to go because your maintenance calories has also dropped and you're now maintaining on that low number. The difference is if that you start in a sustainable calorie deficit, you then have room to move when you do reach this plateau, when you do reach metabolic adaptation. So say, you know, you're maintaining on, 2200 is your maintenance calories right and then you scenario one is then you drop it to 1200 calories cool you're gonna lose weight pretty quickly because you've created such a massive calorie deficit then what happens you know maybe six weeks you get to this point of a plateau then you're like shit what am I gonna do like I can't eat any less because I'm already freaking starving and thinking about food all the time And you definitely can't exercise anymore because I'm already training seven days a week. How am I going to break through this plateau? Huge mistake that I see so many people make. Scenario two is you're maintaining on those 2,200 calories. You set yourself up with a sustainable calorie deficit. So for this person, you're looking at, let's say you can start your calorie deficit on 1,800 calories, sweet. And then you stick to that for like six weeks then eventually you reach this plateau. Amazing. You're eating at 1800 calories. What can you do? You can actually decrease your calories more. You can actually then go down to that 1700. Cool. You can eat 1700 and then you get a response again. Then you're losing fat again. Then a few weeks go by, you hit another plateau. Awesome. You can decrease it again to 1600, right? Also have refeeds in that you can have diet breaks to help you with it as well. But as you can see, you're going to be able to lose your deficit period is going to be a hell of a lot longer. It's going to be a hell of a lot more enjoyable because you'll have more energy because you're eating more food, and you're going to be more successful. Okay. So with those two scenarios, like number one, what sounds more enjoyable? I I don't know about you, but eating eighteen hundred calories and still losing weight is like hell's yeah. That's me. So you finish your diet and then what happens is that another tangible tip for you guys is that you need to have a like a sustainable way of getting out of it. And this is another mistake that I see so many people make is like they, you know, they hit their plateau of weight loss and then they have no idea what to do because the diet's over, meal plan's done, and they're like, shit, I don't know what to do now. And they just go back into their old habits and they just put all the weight back on. Instead, what you need to do is, I know a lot of people reverse diet. I know a lot of coaches out there do it. I personally, I don't believe in reverse dieting. I don't think that you need to do it because all a reverse diet is, is reversing your calories back up to maintenance, which technically is how I look at it. It's just a prolonged deficit. I believe you don't want to be in a deficit anymore. Let's get out. Let's sit at maintenance calories Because when you do it in a healthy way is going, you know, eating a maintenance, going through a diet for 12 weeks, and then going back to maintenance calories is that you're going to be able to maintain that weight loss. You're going to maintain the fat loss. I've just got to get those maintenance calories right, which is a little bit of trial and error. Of course, we have the calculations to do it, but then it's also monitoring our body on changes when we're eating in that maintenance. So if our, you know, our body weight you know, it will go up just a little bit because we're eating more food, eating more carbs. We're going to hold more water. We've also an increase a little bit, absolutely normal. We kind of do want to see that increase, but then you'll get to a point where it's just plateaued and then you'll know, you're like, yeah, this is my maintenance calories. I feel full, I feel satisfied. I have lots of energy. My performance is going really well. Like really looking at um, subjective measures as well as those objective measures. Your photos are not changing. You're like, yeah, this is it. I found it. So really important to have a plan after the deficit. The next thing, real tangible tip for you guys with your low energy is it's really important to making sure that you're eating enough carbohydrate because the carbohydrates are the body's main source of energy and you need to be eating at least like, you know, 40% of your diet should be coming from carbohydrates. And if it's not, then your energy levels are going to suffer. The body takes glucose and breaks it down for energy and if there's not enough, then the body is going to try and pull it from other sources. In real extreme cases, it will be pulling from your muscle and you absolutely do not want that to happen. So that is why is a lot of people are struggling with their energy levels is simply because from their total calories is they're not focusing on their macros and therefore they're not eating enough carbs. And really common, you're not eating enough protein either. So (laughs) there's two things here, like energy levels is your carbs, but then if you're not getting the body composition changes that you want, it's probably you're not eating enough protein. So that's why it's important to understand nutrition and understand what your body needs so that you can have adequate amounts of every macronutrient so that your body is getting the nutrients that it needs. My next tangible tip for you guys, if you're really struggling with the low energy is stop fat dieting. Stop trying the latest thing that you see on the today show or the sunrise or whatever it is, you know, the body type diet or the juice cleanse or the man shakes, woman shakes like these pure restrictions. Number one is the reason why your energy sucks. But it's number two, is like that whole restriction so much. And then just putting it back on it's like you're running on a treadmill and you need to stop doing them and you need to start fueling your body correctly and building and cultivating a really healthy relationship with food. So number one, you never have to diet ever again. And number two, that you actually see the results in your body. I had an amazing catch up with one of my clients and she was laughing because she was watching the TV and they were talking about this latest diet and she was actually laughed at it. She was like, I didn't notice how much influence there was in front of me and how much I used to listen to that. But like, I'm sitting here and absolutely say, I am so grateful that I will never diet again. Like, yes, we'll go through a dieting phase and a fat loss phase if you want to drop some body fat. However, I'm never going to cut out carbs. I'm never going to feel guilty about eating pizza on a Sunday. I'm never going to feel bad about eating at a restaurant. And I was like, this is it. This is what I dream of for everyone because the freedom that you have is just so empowering. So tangible tip is, summary of that one, stop doing restrictive diets. The last tip that I have for you guys with your energy levels is that really thinking about your nutrition and really having a smart nutritional strategy with pre and post workout. So having food before you work out to really help you kill your workout especially carbohydrate and then having a post meal as well to replenish your glycogen stores with your carbs and then making sure you're having at least like you know 25 to 35 grams of protein in the meal after so that you have enough protein available for protein muscle synthesis so it can start the repair of your muscles from your workout So guys, I really hope that shed light on why you might be struggling with low energy. And I really hope some of these tangible tips in terms of making sure that you're eating enough in your calorie deficit, making sure your calorie deficit is not too low, making sure you're eating enough carbohydrate, making sure that you're cycling through fat loss phases and maintenance phases, and of course, stopping the restrictive diets that are going to promise you weight loss. When all you really need to do, like I always say, is build that healthy relationship with food and really learn more about nutrition and how to fuel your body correctly. At the moment, we have got spots open for the Fit and Free Academy. I'm super excited about this round. Because there is a new module dropping, which I'm super excited about, which is going to be all about cultivating a really, really healthy relationship with your body, really healthy relationship with your body image and how to break free of that negative thought pattern thought cycle of telling yourself that you're fat every day. I remember lifting my shirt up and consistently looking at my stomach on the side and just my day would be ruined if it wasn't what I wanted it to look like. So I'm really excited about what's coming and what's dropping in inside the academy. So just so you guys know, is the Frit and Free Academy is a 12-week one-to-one personalized exercise and nutrition coaching. So I am going to give you everything that you need in order to achieve your dream body so you know exactly how to go through a fat loss phase exactly how to fix metabolic adaptation if it's happening to you exactly how to fix your low energy and i'm going to teach you right i'm going to teach you about nutrition how to fuel your body correctly through any of these phases And of course, I'm gonna give you a personalized exercise program so you actually get stronger and you actually see body composition changes in terms of dropping fat and gaining lean muscle. The application for that, I do an application process and then i love to jump on a call with you guys because I just like to make sure it is the right fit and making sure that I am the right person to help you. So I love talking to you guys before we join in the program. So fill in the application form And then once we process that, we'll either send you out a link to book a call or we'll guide you in the right direction of what to do next. So like always, if you haven't written a review yet, I would love it if you could absolutely write a review. If you're enjoying the podcast, because it really does help support the podcast, getting into new listeners all about the algorithms right and if you are enjoying it it would mean the world to me because i absolutely love reading them as well i'm just like oh that's how are you feeling if it's helpful just on the apple podcast open the app and write a quick review it literally takes two minutes but like always i appreciate you so much thank you so much for being here and i will see you guys next week bye